The story happened in 2022 when I started the 8th grade, aka high school. And for those of you that are going to say about 8th grade being middle school, well, we don't have middle school in the area that I live in in Canada. I'm 14 years old and I'm turning 15 soon, and I'm also a female. So, this started in about mid-September, when I looked out my bedroom window because I had just woken up that morning to a loud sound of some sort. I saw a car outside, and there were three men that looked like they were in their mid-twenties that were inside of it, but I thought nothing of it. I do my regular morning routine and go downstairs to eat some breakfast. I went back upstairs to get my stuff for school, and when I looked out my window, that same car was still there. And mind you, I wake up at about 5 a.m. every morning to get ready. At about 7.45 a.m., I walked out the door, and three of my friends were waiting for me. We all talk as we're walking to school. I notice the car following me, but I just shake off the feeling that it's following me. I now get through my first and second block, and then it's lunch, so me and a few friends go to the Tim Hortons to get some lunch. Fast forward to about two weeks, well, that car is still following my friends and I to school, and we all try to walk faster or run a little bit, but the car still doesn't stop following us. So the next day, while all of us are walking to school, that same car pulls up next to us and tries to get the three of us to get inside of it but we all just ignore it and keep walking. We all had our phones in our bags, and I guess they thought that we didn't have phones, and then one of them said to us, We can buy each one of you a phone if you just get in. We came talking and ignore them. And just so you guys know, on the route that my friends and I used to take, there would be an alleyway, and it was the fastest route to school, so that was the way that we all went to school. We would always enter from the back of the school. It would take us about 15 minutes to get to school, and sometimes 30 minutes if we're trying to get rid of the car that was following us. Well, that same day, my friends and I decided to go to Dairy Queen, and I decided to go with them since I also had money and it was just across the street. We saw the same people from the car inside of the Dairy Queen, but we didn't worry too much since it was pretty much full of people from our school waiting to get their order. We thought that they weren't going to notice us, but they looked straight into our eyes, and we just acted as if we didn't see them. We quickly ordered, got our food, and then left. I told my parents everything that happened, and they said as the four of us were going to walk to school the next day, that they would follow the car to see what they were going to say to us. The car was always trying to get our attention, but this time was one of the worst times. They saw my parents' car behind them, and they knew it was my parents' car. My parents had the windows rolled down just a bit to hear what they were going to say to us. And what do you know? They tried to get me and my friends to get into the car again, but we just ignored them, and they were also catcalling us for some reason, as they had never done that before. Once again, we all went to Dairy Queen again for lunch, and our parents were there this time, and so were the three guys. The guys were talking loudly about some girls, but we didn't know which girls they were talking about. We just quickly got out of there as soon as we got our food. The next day, we actually weren't followed by the car, as we didn't know what my parents had said to them until just last week. My parents said that after all the kids had left the DQ, they threatened the men to leave us alone, 
and they said if they didn't leave us alone, they would get the police involved. Now my friends and I can finally walk to school in peace without worrying, but we still always check behind us every time just to see if anyone's following us or not. So this happened to me in April of 2020 when everything was on lockdown. I'm a female, and at the time of this story, I was 17. So anyway, I decided to do some online shopping since malls were closed down, and I wanted to treat myself. I ended up ordering some clothes off Amazon, which only took a few days to arrive. When I saw the Amazon truck pull up to my house, I ran downstairs and went outside to greet the delivery driver. The man handed me the box, and after I said thank you, he said you're welcome. But he had food in his mouth, and he apologized and he said he had just started eating his lunch. This is important for later. After our exchange, I went back inside and tried on my clothes, and I never gave our interaction even a second thought. A few weeks went by, and I was on Facebook Messenger, when I suddenly saw I had a request from a man who looked slightly familiar. I just couldn't place where I knew him from. Let's call this guy Tyler. The message said, Hi, I saw we had some mutual friends. I'm the Amazon driver who had food in his mouth, lol. You're really beautiful by the way. I clicked on his profile and I noticed he was 28 and that we didn't actually have any mutual friends, which meant that he looked me up by my name from the package. I replied back, we do not have any mutual friends, plus I have a boyfriend, I'm not interested. After I sent that message, my phone was blowing up with messages from Tyler that then said, this can be our little secret. I can give you more, and I can do way more for you than he could, if you know what I mean. I immediately blocked him, but I was really worried that he would come find me since he knew my address. A few months later, after businesses started opening back up, I began working at a local coffee shop. It had been a slow day, and I was organizing some lids when I heard the door open. I turned around and nearly gasped at who I saw. Tyler was standing there, and it was like he knew I was going to be there. I was the only one at the front, so I hesitantly walked up to take his order. Hey, beautiful, he says with a grin. I acted like I didn't know who he was and hopes he would give up. I was wrong. After he gave me his order, I had turned around to start working and he said under his breath, but just loud enough so I could hear, Damn, just look at that ass. After hearing that pervy comment, I made his drink as quickly as I could and handed it out to him. While reaching for his drink, he said, Why did you block me, beautiful? Didn't you want me to give you the world? I replied back, No thank you, now have a good day. And as he was walking out, he just turned around and said, Well, now I know where I can come see you. Not too long after that interaction, I quit working there and I got a completely different job in a nearby town. I just hope I don't see Tyler again. Hey everyone, I need to take a small break from the stories to thank today's sponsor, Factor. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you're ready for the new year. 
Factors ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning, and it sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery store's prep work and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door, with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. Plus, over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Forget frantic lunch preps and rushed dinners. Factors 2-Minute Meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals, all delivered right to your door. Head to factormeals.com cannibal50 and use code cannibal50 to get 50% off. That's code CANNIBAL50 at FACTORMEALS.COM slash CANNIBAL50 to get 50% off. This happened to me around a year ago, and it's stuck with me ever since. I'm a guy, and I was 14 at the time. I wasn't really an outgoing kind of guy, more of an inside kid that just played video games. I had a friend who we can call Ryan. Now that I think of him, he wasn't really a nice kid, and I really don't know why I was ever even friends with him. At the time, I didn't know he lived in my area because we met online. He was very obsessive, as in he would message me 24-7 telling me to get on whenever I was busy or didn't feel like it. At the time, I didn't have many friends, so I really just stuck with this kid. The two years we were talking, he would never let me get off. I didn't know his age at the time, but I learned he was 17 turning 18. He would also ask me weird questions, and he would ask me to turn on my camera a lot. I wasn't really comfortable doing that, but I thought that's just what friends do. He would ask to see my legs, and he once asked for a dick pic, but later he said he took too much medicine and it made him act weird. After the two years of his genuine verbal abuse and his obsessiveness over me, I made some new friends and started playing with them instead, and then I slowly stopped talking to him. He would message me a lot, and he'd ask who I was playing with, and he kept asking to get invited. We played Call of Duty at the time, and these new friends played Minecraft, so it didn't really match up. He also hated that game, so I didn't see any point of inviting him, and I was also beginning to realize he was just a really shitty person. This is where the stalking all starts. I noticed a lot of things, even the most little details. I began to notice a black Honda parking outside my house. Not near, but I've never noticed this car before in my life. It started parking closer to my house, and there was someone inside it, and it looked like he was looking right at our house. I didn't really think much of it, until I always noticed someone inside of it. I told my dad all about it, and as he went outside to check, the car just casually drove away. So my parents didn't think too much of it, and they thought I was just seeing things. After this, it was a few days before the incident actually happened. I was playing basketball in front of my yard, when I then again see the black Honda. Like an idiot, I wanted to get a closer look, so I started walking around to the front yard to my front door. That's when I then see a man run out of the car and actually try to grab me. Luckily, my dad was around and he saw the whole thing. So he came out with a baseball bat 
to which the guy stopped and then ran back to his car and drove off. The most horrifying thing I noticed was the person had the same shirt as Ryan did. I ran back to check my messages and I had seen a message from him that actually said, You're a lucky bastard. And I then saw myself blocked. My dad just thought it was a random person, but he called the cops anyways. We ended up finding him and he got taken in. Turns out he was into me for all of two years and he was planning on kidnapping me from the very beginning. He ended up going to prison for this. I'm now 15 and I changed myself a lot and I learned a lot of self-defense. I now try to be way more outgoing and I now stay off the computer. I'm still very scared to ever see Ryan again. I'm going to be an adult by the time he gets out though, so I don't think I'm too worried. I never want to see Ryan ever again. Trigger warning for rape. For some background, I'm a Latina girl from Mexico that moved to South Africa just a few years ago. To give a picture of what I look like, I'm athletic build and I do lots of sports. Most of my life, I've been told that I'm an attractive girl. For context, I was 16 at the time when this happened. I have many scary stories involving creeps and stalkers, but this is the one that gave me PTSD and I'm still going to therapy to heal. Let's begin. I used to go to this gym that was open 24-7. I'm a nature of habit and someone who hates change. At my gym, there was this guy in his late 20s. We'll call him Tom for the sake of the story. Tom was a friendly guy, especially to the girls. When I first started at that gym, Tom was the first person that introduced himself to me. Tom and I always talked, but I made sure to let him know that I wasn't interested. So I was never flirty, and I never even tried to make a move or give any signals. Tom knew my gym routine, and he also knew whenever I went to the gym. After a while, Tom started getting creepy. One time I couldn't go to the gym, as I had a school assignment that I completely forgot about. The next day when I went back to the gym, Tom asked me, Hey gorgeous, where were you yesterday? I missed you. I was taken aback at this comment, and I told him that I had an assignment to do so I couldn't come. Tom then smiled weirdly and then said, Well, you could have let me know. I was worried sick. Just so you know, he always has flirted with me, but not ever this upfront. I then just laughed it off awkwardly, and I went to the locker room to change. I went to my first set, which was squats. The way this gym was set up was that all the leg machines were at the back of the gym. I was busy with my second rep when I could feel someone staring at me. I stupidly ignored it and just finished my rep. When I turned around for my water bottle, I saw Tom behind me at the leg press machine just staring at me. I smiled at him, but he just continued to stare. I began to feel uncomfortable. So I went to the arm section which was at the front of the gym with the cardio machines. When I looked up, I saw Tom again right in front of me at the machines across from me, and it just kept happening. Every machine I went to, Tom followed. Eventually I had enough of it, and I decided to cut my workout short. I went into the locker rooms and entered a stall. 
It was 9pm, and the gym and locker rooms were basically empty, as it was a Monday, and most people finished around 8, which is why I stopped getting dressed when I heard another pair of footsteps enter into the locker rooms. The footsteps stopped right in front of my stall. I looked down at the gap under the door, and I saw two black Nike shoes. The same exact shoes that Tom was wearing. Tom? I said confused. No reply. I began to get really scared, but suddenly the shoes just walked away. I waited a few minutes before exiting the stall and looking around, but I didn't see anyone there. I gathered up all of my things and I left the gym. When I was walking outside, it was already pretty dark. That's when I then saw a blue Ford pickup right next to me, and Tom rolled down the window. Need a ride, cutie? No, thank you. My brother's coming to pick me up, I said. It's only three minutes away, I said, lying through my teeth. I usually walk home after gym since I only live three blocks away, and the cardio's good for tight muscles. Tom then said, well, All right, see you tomorrow while giving me a wink. Instead of driving away, though, he then pulled into the farthest parking lot. I then saw this, and I decided to walk inside the gym and leave through the second entrance. This would extend my walk with about five minutes, but I didn't care. I just didn't want to be anywhere near Tom. I always had an off feeling about Tom, but I always thought it was just all in my head. Halfway into my walk home, I saw the headlights of a blue Ford pickup coming up in the distance. It stopped right next to me, and Tom rolled down the windows again. Come on, get in. I can't leave you out here. I was scared because how did he know where to find me? Was he waiting for me? And when I didn't come out, did he come back for me? I politely told him no and that I prefer to walk. That's when he stopped the truck, climbed out, and started walking towards me. I took a few steps back, seeing that he was angry. He then grabbed me by my arm, opened the back door, and then threw me in. It happened so fast, my brain didn't even have time to process it. He then shut the back door and climbed into the driver's seat. I then screamed at him to fucking let me out, but he ignored me. I tried to grab my phone in my back pocket without him seeing it, but then I remembered that the battery was dead. I started to try and open the door, but the child lock was on. He then started talking. If you had just got into the damn car when I told you to, I wouldn't have to hurt you. I love you, and I always have. I've been watching you since the day I first saw you. I've just been waiting for the right time to get you, and now you're finally mine. We can now spend the rest of our lives loving each other. I know you love me. You just don't know it yet. I was literally beginning to ship bricks. Hearing this crazy man talking this kind of crap and going to these great lengths to get me, I just knew I had to live in his fantasy to escape. I was really into criminology at the time, and I was reading books on the minds and behavior of sociopaths. From my knowledge, I knew I had to stay calm and just play along. That's when I said, I'm so happy that you finally realized that I love you too, baby, and I'd love to start a life with you. I'll love you forever. But my mom is expecting me home soon. If it's okay with you, I would just like to go home and pack my stuff. I don't have any other clothes with me, so we can't really start a new life yet. 
Take me home so that I can pack and then we can run away together. Just you and me. I was playing along into his little fantasy while simultaneously praying that he believed me. He then looked back at me and said, Wait, really? You'd do that for me? Yes, of course, baby. I replied. Just take me home, okay? He then nodded and he turned the car around in the direction of my house, which scared the living hell out of me because this man has never even been to my house. Well, that I know of. We pulled up to my house and I got out, closing the door and smiling at him. I wanted to run away, but I knew that I had to keep my cover. He then got out of the car and he went up to me, kissing me on the lips. I wanted to cry. I wanted to slap him, but I froze up. He then let me walk to my door, which I opened so fast and then locked it. I then completely broke down, telling my parents everything. My dad was furious, and that same night we went to the police station. I don't want to get into details, but the police did nothing. I ended up swapping gems, which didn't really help, and I don't really want to get into it, as I'm still not 100% ready to talk about this part. When I am ready, I'll write a separate story on it. Justice eventually happened, but only after one night when that sorry son of a bitch raped me. He was eventually sentenced, though, to 15 years behind bars. I never knew that one night could lead to a whole year of stalking and terrorizing me, just for everything to finally be taken seriously when I was raped. Tom, I hope you get the fucking hell that you deserve in jail. And to everyone else, please stay safe out there and pay attention to the red flags. Hey everyone, that's about it for today's stories. If you have your own story that you would like to send, you can send it in at southerncannibal.com or you can email it at southerncannibalstories at gmail.com. I look forward to telling your story. Have a good night or good day everyone. And remember, to always.